Hey guys, it's Kyle, one of the hosts from Them Fancy Dinosaurs. I just wanted to give a quick shout out before episode 8 starts to the Unsportsman podcast with Tom and Aaron and play your quick message from it. So if you're a sports nerd or you just want to have a good laugh, you should check them out. G'day everyone, I'm Tom and along with Aaron we host the Unsportsman podcast. The Unsportsman podcast is all about taking a comedic look at the topical news in sport, pop culture and comedy. We do do a healthy dose of life stories, usually about our failure. If you want to pass the time on your commute, jump over to your podcast platform and type in the Unsportsman AU. That is the Unsports M-E-N. We're also on all the socials for that late night scrolling when you probably should be in bed. The Unsportsman, where we have all the gear and no idea. Damn Fancy Dinosaurs is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Hello and you're listening to Dem Fancy Dinosaurs, the podcast you want to listen to if you like movies, TV shows and pop culture. I'm your host, Kyle. And I'm the other guy, Nick. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> well, what was I that? I don't have a mouth. <laughs> I don't those noisemakers, so I just had to do it with my mouth. Well, yes, by the time the people out there in the internet worlds listen to this, it'll be like Friday the 3rd or the 4th? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, Happy New Year, everyone out there. Happy Hope New you Year. start this new year right. Get on the mm. damn fancy dinosaurs train. Just wanted to start this episode by saying thanks to everyone who's listened to us, downloaded mm. us, and commented. If you guys yep. could do us a favor, tell a friend, tell someone. Yeah, definitely. We don't pay for marketing, so yep. if you guys can get out there, put the word out, put the hard work out, share oh. this episode, or we'll any other. We'll be very grateful. And we will love you yeah, forever. We'll, we'll be like that fat kid you knew back in primary school, the one that hasn't lost all his baby fat yet and then when you see him when he's like 25 or something loses baby fat he's all hot and sexy and <laughs> i don't understand where you're going with this what no they should get on the dinosaur train before oh, before, before we're sexy before. <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying oh get on the ground floor of them fancy dinosaurs headquarters yeah <laughs> i was so confused for a second there it's like where is this going yeah whole david before i'm famous kind of thing yes yes yeah, yeah. date you before i'm famous yeah yeah. <laughs> so, 2009. How's your Christmas, by the way? Christmas was good. Mm-hmm. Christmas was good. Really relaxed. How about yeah. you? Christmas Eve, I spent it with my. Uh, I saw my mother and my brother. Start of the day. Then I had a barbecue at my dad's. Just sat around eating food, had a, having a couple of beers. Then Christmas Day, I went to my good friend Costas, or our good friend Costas, sorry. Oh, yeah. And he made this. Uh, like delicious food, just food for days. He's such a good cook. Yeah, he he has these uh, Christmas parties and he cooks so much turkey, so much <laughs> everything. And I had all this food and I felt disgusting afterwards. <laughs> I had to go to work that night as well. Ugh, and this was work full. Oh yeah, I know. And the place was about an hour and a half away. Yeah, this place from here. Yeah. Oh, and then so I had to well. come here. Oh, June drove, so I was happy with that. Oh, good. <laughs> had to come back home. And then I had to go up to Rye, which is another hour drive from here. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. Yep. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun Christmas though. Yeah. <laughs> Have you started making hot cross buns yet? No, that they start on the second. Are you serious? Yep. Hot that cross buns start on the second. Ridiculous. Yay. It's, it's a gonna... fun time of year. It's like, hey, happy Christmas. Now fuck off. It's Easter. Oh, it'll only be like maybe 12 kilos of hot cross buns that's a ratio i don't understand <laughs> for more ratios you don't understand ask car random questions <laughs> um yeah so that was my christmas it was uh 
quite fun, relaxing as well. Costa's brother-in-law, Daniel, got us all to play this game after dinner. It's a pretty fun game, actually. You set up this one log in the center, right? And then on each side of it, there are these, I think it's six pieces of other log. And each side gets six other pieces of wood. And you got to try to throw and hit their six pieces of wood down, right? Yeah. And if you knock it down, what they got to do is they got to throw that piece of wood close to that one in the center without hitting it. Whoever hits the one in the center loses the game, right? So there's two teams. And when they throw it, they you can start throwing your stuff from that piece of wood so you get closer. <laughs> so the aim of the game is just to knock all their pieces of wood down. It's super fun. I'm not doing it justice, but it was great. And it my team sounds won. dangerous. Oh, you, you don't stand anywhere near the wood when they're throwing. Okay, I was throwing. about to say, because it sounds like you got a log and then you're throwing logs at other people <laughs> and then trying to throw a log it, into the It's like the some kind of Scandinavian game or something, I think. Yeah, if you like to play the game. <laughs> awesome. Nah, it's good. And how was everyone else's Christmas inside of the podcast land? Hope you guys uh, had a good Christmas, yep. safe Christmas. Lots of arguments. And with I hope family. you had a safe New Year's, and I hope you didn't have any uh, trips to the emergency room for drinking too much. Yeah. So be safe. Always drink with a friend. Or unless you're sad, and then you can drink by yourself. No, I don't condone <laughs> drinking alone. Does TV count as a friend? <laughs> <laughs> or you can drink with us, them fancy dinosaurs. Just grab a bottle of Kraken and then. Crack that cracking right open <laughs> and just start daddy and listen to them fancy dinosaurs. Yeah, I think, yeah, you've triggered the loophole. I think you've sussed out. If you're drinking alone while listening to this, it's okay. <laughs> you're okay. You're not sad and lonely because you have us keeping you company. Yep. We love you. Yes, we do. <laughs> so I thought we'd start today with some of our 2018 wrap up. Oh, yeah. 2018 wrap up. All right. Top movies you've seen this year. Top movies I've seen this year. Doesn't matter how many, whatever. What are your favorite movies you've seen this year? Okay, so my top movies I've seen this year. Mm-hmm. Strangers 2, Pray at Night. Okay, I haven't seen movie. that, yeah. I recommend everyone jump in. I like Strangers though. Yeah, this, this is, is way better than even Strangers 1. Yeah? I think nice. so. The soundtrack was kick-ass. Just watch it for the pool scene, I think. Is it sexy? No. Oh. It's probably the furthest from sexy you'll ever see in a scene in a film. But uh, it has the greatest <laughs> rendition and use of Bonnie Tyler's Total Eclipse of the Heart in that scene. So I recommend everyone jump out there and just watch that film. It's amazing. I love it. Yep. What about you? All right. So I kind of enjoyed Predator. Predators? Predator? Predator? Is it Predator? Predator? Pre- <laughs> Are you confused about the title or the way you say it? The way... The, the title. <laughs> Predator. Predator. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure what the title is. Is it Predator? Predator. Predator. <laughs> I am the Predator. <laughs> it was um interesting. It was good in the sense that it was very cheesy and a lot of stupid jokes and stuff like that. But really, it was a pretty big homage to the first one. They had yeah. a lot of uh, throwbacks to it. So I was watching it and when they make reference to the old movie, I'll be like, oh, look at that. Yeah, that was from the first movie. Woo. <laughs> yeah, number one. <laughs> <laughs> the OG Predator. One with Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Schwarzeneggers. Schwarzeneggers. Schwarz- Is it ne- how do you... I actually don't know how to pronounce his last Schwarzenegger. name. Schwarzenegger. 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 I Schwarzenegger. 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 Okay, cool. Yep, that was great. Another movie that I really enjoyed was Infinity War. Infinity Wars. 
Oh yeah, Infinity War. Yeah, I think we've touched on this, but yeah, it probably was up there. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was. This was a pretty dry year for films, right? In my opinion. Yeah, I didn't really see much that interests me. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But I guess you got to kind of look, start looking outside the box because there's a lot of movies I've seen this year that didn't look like that interest me, but they did. I think maybe we're just getting a bit older. Maybe we're appreciating new types of cinema. Yeah, sure. For me, Mum and Dad. It's uh, Nicholas Cage. Oh, that one. I haven't seen it. Nicholas, that looks really cool though. Oh my goodness. That is fantastic. Yeah. Just watching Nicholas Cage acting. Try to kill kids. <laughs> try to kill his kids. Yeah. Just it's, it's about all parents suddenly going psychotic and... The whole nurturing gene inside of them has turned to a murder gene. So everything. <laughs> that... But just watching Nicholas. What? There is one scene where Nicholas Cage just starts walking up and down, raising his legs up. He's just got. He's a fidgety man. He cannot stop moving. Mm. And he, he I, me and Elise watched this scene probably about twenty times in a row just to watch Nicholas Cage just go fuck fuck and then start raising his legs up going, for no reason whatsoever but yeah it's fantastic mm. and it's just fun yeah like it is fun Nicholas Cage thinks he's a cool dad but he's really not <laughs> so this is a shout out to Nicholas Cage I love, love you, you. Nicholas Cage. I love you so goddamn much yeah and it hurts <laughs> it actually hurts my soul to think about how much I love you <laughs> uh death note the Netflix Death Note? The Netflix Death Oh, Death yeah. Note. Oh, watch out for the rain of hate I'm going to get for saying oh, that. Do you know why I reckon that would that would be on my list as well? Because it was good. It was just a good film. Not just that, because probably one of the best casting choices ever in TV history. For light? Willem Dafoe. Oh, was, Willem uh, Dafoe. What's his name? Uh, Fuck, I forgot his name. Uh, Shinigami Man. Yeah. Correct. R- Ryuk. Karaptus. Ryuk. Karaptus. I think it's Ryuk. Ryuk. Willem Dafoe as Ryuk was... Mwah. Yeah. Uh, well, Genius. You, you compare it to those garbage time Japanese ones and you're like... What? Man. The ones that have um, Chili Peppers songs in them? Yeah. For some random reason. <laughs> Dally, Daddy California started playing in the credits. Snow it's like the California. only song they could afford. <laughs> Chili Pe- uh, Like Japan loved their Western music. Yeah. The Western booze. <laughs> but yeah, nah, that was really good. And from the start to the finish, even the twists and how they deviated from the the show. Oh, yeah. It, I yep. think it was so good. I felt like they should have made the character of Light more calculating. I don't think he was psychopathic enough. Yeah, no, not as much as, say, Light in yep. the show. Because he was, yeah. he calculated every move. And it only yeah. really because, looked like he yeah. did towards the end. Light, light was a psychopath in yeah. a, like a proper psychopath in yeah. Death Note, Death Note, the anime and whatnot. But yeah. in the American one, he wasn't that. He was just a bullied child. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. he was just he didn't know what his emotions were. Yeah, he was a where, bit angsty. Yeah, he was an angsty teen. Yeah, yeah. Still had some good kills, had some good stuff. Yeah. So I give it credit for abling to make a really good adaptation of a. Japanese manga or anime. Probably the what they've done. Probably the best one ever made. Yeah. Because a lot of people, what they do is they try to compare it to the movies and to the anime and the manga or whatnot. But really, you can't, even the Japanese, right? You can't just go one for one and transfer the content over. It just doesn't work. You need to change it for the audience that it's going to be attended for. Exactly. Because let's be honest. The people that are going to be signing those paychecks and stuff, like the p- people that are going to go watch those movies, 
aren't the weeboos that love Death Note. There's just not enough of them yeah. to all go out and watch Death Note, the movie. There's just not. So they got to make it for a wider audience. Exactly. And mm. only that is if you're a purist and you <clears throat> want it to just be exactly like the manga or the anime, just watch the anime and the manga and yeah. pretend it doesn't exist. And don't let other people not have fun watching it. Yeah. Because <laughs> so much hate came out of that film for no reason. Yep. All right. Another movie that I really liked, I saw Aquaman. 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 Aqu- Aquaman. Aquaman. <laughs> Is it Aqua or Aqua? Predator. Aquaman. What? Are you making fun of the way I talk? <laughs> yes. I'll kill you and your whole family. Hey. What? Are you calling me a psychopath? <laughs> Turn your head into an ashtray. Aquaman, <laughs> eh? I haven't seen that yet. No, it was actually... All right. I'm going to say this. All right, people. All right. I liked it. I really did. Just a couple of things wrong with it. Heavy on the CG. Yeah, but that's forgivable. Like, what else? You know, there's going to be CG in it. They're underwater most of the time. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. To be honest, it looked amazing. When they're underwater and the hair was flowing, they got that mwah, perfect. I don't know how they did it, but it was pat down. Yeah. So the way their hair moved when they're underwater was mwah. It was mutabete. <laughs> right? Things that were wrong with it. Um, <laughs> so they use this weird plot device, right? Where everything would be good calm everything and then all of a sudden an explosion would happen and then bad guys would just be there like shit would be normal and then all of a sudden explosion people are just coming in and fighting aquaman for some reason (laughs) or aquaman's mom and (laughs) it's like the story's not moving let's do something about that and that's it that i feel like that was what was happening (laughs) yeah it seems like when you have to add an action scene it's like they probably got michael bay to consult on that film doesn't matter like it seemed it was very off-putting yeah like the first time it happened though uh it was aquaman's mom nicole kim or mm. <laughs> that 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 lady like aged like wine like a very fine wine yes what yes she did yeah she did <laughs> yeah she did nicole <laughs> it happened with her when she was like at home with her child or whatever and her husband like explosion happened and they all like these guys ran and she beat the shit out of them and then it happened again is this what these guys are trained to do? <laughs> Just break down a wall like with an explosion? They're probably an advanced recon squad of, of Doombringers. <laughs> and the musical score was weird. How so? Okay, so there's this one part where Aquaman's driving his drunk dad home, right? Okay. And they're going down this freeway. And this giant tidal wave has come to, you know, just the, the massive tidal wave. Yeah. Right? The weirdest music comes on. I'm like, Why? <laughs> Well, don't have any music. You don't need music for this part. Just have the sound effects of the ocean crashing into the coast. Yeah, I think music. music they, they, is... they tried to put this epic song on yeah. to make it seem really epic. Like, oh my God, there's this giant wave coming. What are we going to do? This whole... Like literally that music. Like it just seems off. I think the sound of silence sometimes is more ominous than the sound of soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Like... Calm down, people. You don't need to put shit where it doesn't need to be. <laughs> like, can the square fit through the circle hole? <laughs> no? Well, maybe the triangle can. Yeah, even chimpanzees have passed sussed out this puzzle. <laughs> this puzzling puzzle. But besides that, it was pretty solid for an action flick. Yeah? yeah. I haven't actually seen anything since I turned off Batman vs. Superman. I give it, it a two, DC. I give it two thumbs up. Two thumbs up? Yeah. Wait, is that just out of two? There's just two thumbs up. I have two thumbs. 
I'm holding them to the side because I've not seen it yet. Okay, I give them two thumbs up. I've got them. Well, it's actually more like I don't know, <laughs> one and one and three quarters. quarters <laughs> Good job. Yeah, go watch it if you haven't. Yeah. Seriously, go fucking watch it. <laughs> Another great movie I've seen this year: motherfucking RoboCop, the Robo- original RoboCop. <laughs> Best movie of all year, every year. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that wins top, top every year. <laughs> Robocop. Best movie of all time, baby. <laughs> all right. No. It is just a good film. Well, yeah. Well, I, I, it's one of those movies that I watch at least once a year. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Bitches leave. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches leave. <laughs> Red. Red. Fuck it. <laughs> that 70s show. Is this what we're doing today? We're arguing. <laughs> <laughs> He was great at that. Yeah, he was. Wow. <laughs> um, my, my final one is Unfriended 2, Dark Web. There was a sneaky Bloomhouse release. Sneaky Bloomhouse releasing films without telling anyone. Sneaky, sneaky. Who? Bloomhouse. Who's Bloomhouse? Uh, Bloomhouse Productions is responsible for movies like uh, The Gift. They make a lot of horror. Okay. Uh, they made the movies Creep and Creep 2. I haven't seen any of these. You should watch Creep. I don't watch horror movies that much. Not. It's more a thriller. Creep. Yeah. Creep's a thriller, and it was made on a zero-dollar budget and okay. stars the guy who plays Pete in um, The League. So you'll see him in a completely different light when you see this movie. Okay. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It is just about a guy who invites a guy over to his house to film him because he says he has cancer, and he's a complete weirdo. And it's all camcorder, handheld, mm-hmm. and it's just he's trying yep. to, he's getting him to film his final days, and it's just... It's bizarre. Like, you'll love it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, back to Dark Web, though. Uh, Unfriended 2 Dark Web. That came out this yeah. year. Bloomhouse was like, oh, by the way, we're releasing a sequel to uh, Unfriended. Yep. Uh, Unfriended, the first one, was a movie completely filmed on Skype. Yep. In a Skype call between friends. And Unfriended oh. 2, kind of the same kind of vibe, but they kind of bridged the gap. They were using the Dark Web a lot and uh, video recordings from mobile phones and stuff. But it was really good. Yep. Okay. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Sounds kind of weird. It, it, was, it was weird, but I like movies that are b- breaching this whole traditional format. <clears throat> like there was another movie this year, Searching, that came out. Uh, it had, uh, what's his name, who played uh, Harold from Harold and Kumar, yeah. played some chick's dad. She went missing and the whole thing was filmed yeah. from her laptop and he was going... Oh, I've seen the trailers for that as well. Yeah. That was good. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Oh. Another good movie I saw, Christmas Chronicles, I believe it's called. With Kurt Russell. With Kurt Russell on Netflix, that Netflix one. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Holy shit. One of the best Christmas movies I've ever seen. Okay. Spoiler alert. I'm going to talk about this movie in detail because it's just so good. Okay, go. So if you don't want to hear the spoilers, it's a Christmas movie. How how else is going to end, by the way? Um, <laughs> how do you think it's going to end? It's, it's going to end in joy, of course. So it's not really that much spoilers. But I'm going to tell you about this movie. <clears throat> All right. So, boy, girl, brother, sister, right? The sister's younger. I don't know. She's like eight or 12 or something. I don't, yeah. I don't know how to gauge the age of children. Uh, the boy is like 15, 16, I, I think. Okay. Starts off. They don't like each other. They're arguing a lot. Blah, blah, blah. Just like siblings. <laughs> Just like siblings. He teases her. She films him stealing a car she threatens to show her their parental and whatnot what uh, uh, their, their dad their father died his father a firefighter he died fucking christmas movies right. always with a dead parent right they always do so the boy he, he's all messed up 
So he's all like stealing cars <laughs> and probably doing heroin on the side or some shit. I don't know. The girl's obsessed with filming shit as well, by the way. She, she's got a little camcorder. She goes around recording everything. That's how she caught her brother stealing a car from yeah. the, the parking lot of her. Anyway, one night the mother had to go out and work on Christmas Eve. <laughs> She'll be back home in the morning. Of course she does. <laughs> and then they hear something outside. The brother's like, stay inside. The little girl's like, no, I want to go outside, have a look. They go outside and they see a sleigh just like floating in the air. They're like, holy crap. The girl's filming it with her camera. She's like, I want to go have a look inside. So she climbs up, she jumps in. It's all good. The boy's just like, oh, I got to go in as well to like make sure she's okay. They go in and then you see Santa go, <laughs> going through to roof with like magical powers or whatever. <laughs> Then he gets into the sleigh and then they go off to fucking the other side of America for some reason, like <laughs> using time travel or something. Like I believe, Santa okay, he, he, here's the thing, right? Besides the movie, I believe Santa Claus is a time Lord. Yeah. I it only that. makes sense. Yeah. Like his sack bigger on the inside than the oh, outside. Yeah. So time Lord technology. Yeah. Right? So time. just like Mary Poppins, he's yeah. a time Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's ageless. So he, he just stays young. He yeah. probably regenerates. <laughs> he probably has had many different can- incantations of himself. Yeah. What happens is the little girl and her brother, they startle Santa Claus, Kurt Russell. Is it Kurt Russell? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's Kurt Russell. They startle, startle him and he's like, oh my God. And then all of a sudden they crash, right? He loses his hat. The reindeer run away and Santa Claus is like, you're forever on the naughty list, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't have any magical powers because his hat's gone and that was where all of his magical power oh, was. So he's, he's Mario in Super yeah. Mario 64. Yeah. Okay. From there, they try to track down the reindeer. Oh, he lost his sack as well, by the way. The sack is actually a wormhole, I would say, to his toy factory. That's where all the elves are. Oh, yeah. Right? So they need it to get the elves to help him build a sleigh to, you know, do stuff. Okay. <laughs> and to get a new hat. And he's like, oh, Mrs. Claus always told me to, you know, bring a spare hat. Imagine if she found out that I lost my hat, I'll be, you know, she's going to kick my ass. So they go on, try to find stuff. Santa Claus knows everything about everybody, by the way. That creeps me out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. He knows if you've been good. He knows if you've been naughty, whatever. Okay. Going around. Trying to do all the stuff, right? And then from there, shenanigans happen. Santa Claus goes to jail for some re- for reasons. Right? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, he still has magical powers because for some reason he's he's in the the um, the jail, right? Talk to all the people there. He's like, "Hey, you're such and such. You've always wanted a guitar for uh, uh, Christmas. Nobody's ever gotten it for you." He's like, yeah, how did you know that? And then all of a sudden, he pulls out a guitar and just gives it to the guy. And then piano rocks up and then him and all the prison, in, uh, all, all the people in jail are like doing this, ma- uh, this <laughs> music number to try to convince the officer that he is Santa Claus. <laughs> okay. Really fucking weird. At this time, the boy and the girl, right, while Santa's in jail, they're looking for his sack to, um, to get into the sack to find the elves so the elves can help out Santa because the elves know how to do that. Oh, by the way, if... Santa doesn't deliver all the presents on time, right? This is the whole crux of the story, right? Christmas spirit is draining, okay? If he doesn't deliver all the presents on time, Christmas spirit will drain, right? And World War Three will happen. 
Okay. He says every major war and like tra- travesty and whatnot has happened because Chris he wasn't able to deliver Christmas presents that year. Okay, thanks. Uh, World <laughs> War One and World War Two. Blame it on Santa. So he's, he's got this watch and Christmas spirit is going down and everything. Like it's it's amazing. All right. So he, he controls the Doomsday Clock. <laughs> yes, it's just it's got all these tropes that it's just fucking crazy good. <laughs> So they find the sack. The little girl jumps into the sack. She finds the elves. The boy's just like, what do I do with the sack now? His sister jumps into it. He's just like, where is she? And then these fucking criminals find the kid. And they're like, hey, give us the sack. And he's like, no. And they're like, okay, we'll beat you up for the sack. So they kidnap the kid and they and they grab the sack and then take him to the chop shop, right? And then the, <laughs> the lead chop shop guy's just like, what do you got? Hey. This sack has all these presents in it. Every single one of the criminal, when they try to open these presents, all they're, all they're doing is getting coal. <laughs> they're like, they, they fucking get annoyed. They're like, oh, go put that kid out. And you, you know what to do with him. You know, they're going to go kill the kid and they're about to throw the sack into the fire, into this giant furnace for some fucking reason. Fuck, a, man, they could have made bank if they just started selling that coal. Right? Like an unlimited oh my supply God. of coal. <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason they had a goddamn furnace in this chop shop like burning evidence and, and so they try to throw it away but then all of a sudden the girl comes out with all these elves the christmas elves and the elves literally beat up and just torture all these guys right Ugh, christmas elves are evil <laughs> They go save Santa, and then they build Santa a new sleigh. They give him a new hat. They the, Santa's like, oh, it's too late. I can't deliver all the presents. And then the kids are just like, what if we help you? What if we help you? If it's, you know, him driving me, deliver, uh, passing you presents from uh, the top, we can make it. He's like, we've only got an hour left before the pre- We have to deliver all the presents in an hour. We're not going to make it. It's just impossible. Then the little girl's just like, but Christmas. And Santa's like, just goes, you know what? We can do it. <laughs> So they they go off and they deliver all the presents and Santa's like, why is Christmas spirit so low? And then all of a sudden he realized that, that like in his book that tells oh, everybody that we forgot pages, China. Yeah, you forgot one <laughs> present, right? Oh my god, one present, and they they've got literally ten seconds to I bet deliver these presents. It was the two kids, wasn't no. it? Oh, no, 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 no. It was some other kid like in Mexico. Of course, he's gonna miss out on fucking Christmas gift again. (laughs) Anyway, the gift of sadness. Within ten seconds, they travel from somewhere in America to Mexico through wormhole time law technology, and they are just, just in the nick of time deliver this gift. Right, less than a second before you know World War Three would have broken out. (laughs) So the. Santa d- brings the kids back to their home and he's like, oh, you can have this hat. And they're like, but we thought, you know, you, the hat was all your magic. He's like, did I say that? And he's just like, uh, bye guys. And then <laughs> just without his hat. And the kids were like, he was magic the whole time without the hat. Oh, <laughs> so he's just teaching them a lesson. Everybody's happy. And <laughs> God, I can imagine the uh, alternate ending to that. They miss it by like one second or he hears <laughs> just mushroom clouds around them. No, it's it's like, just, get inside, kids. It's just an exciting movie because every single part of the way that I was watching, I was like, whoa, <laughs> like really on the edge of my seat. It took me by surprise. <laughs> if you watch it, yeah. really, you got to be in a particular mindset though yeah, when exactly. you watch something like that. That's like most movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you, you need to be in that 
Christmas childish mindset to watch that movie to really enjoy it. Yeah, but I missed the boat on this one. <laughs> Why? That's right. <laughs> it's still Christmas until New Year's. Yeah. So when you watch it, you got to be really in that uh, movie. So if you watch it with Elise, just go, holy shit, Elise, did you see that? Like, <laughs> Santa did all this stuff, which is like full on get into it. It's really fun yeah, to watch I'll do it. Yeah, I'll like that. Just tell to shut up and watch the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you'll turn around and be like, what if they don't deliver the presents on time? <laughs> the world's going to end. <laughs> like, I was doing that. <laughs> They might not do- <laughs> what? Oh, I'm gonna die. <laughs> what if they don't deliver the presents on time? <laughs> I know. What if? What a twist! Oh, are they gonna make it? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. It's just so good. Like, when I watch movies, I like to get into a particular mindset of that movie. Yeah, well, that's you know what I mean. Escape from reality, and then you need to live <sighs> in that reality in order to <laughs> fully appreciate the cinematic experience <laughs> placed in front of your eyes. But they're just so much fun. They, they yeah. really are like any kind of movie, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Any cinematic experience. It takes you away from the normal, <laughs> boring, nine-to-five work, working life yep. and places you into a situation that you never thought you'd be in. Yeah. And it teaches you how you'd react in that situation. <laughs> it does, but you still need to be in a particular mindset. You can't just watch no. this movie and then some completely different movie back to back i guess you can but for me it's boring that way no of course i like to be in the movie that's why i, I do the netflix shuffle i'll look for a movie on netflix for about two hours and then i finally pick one within five minutes i'll be like i actually don't want to watch this <laughs> so i start scrolling again and then go to bed thanks netflix you've ruined <laughs> films for me too much choice we are we're spoiled for choice <laughs> all right did you have any other movies no nah, that was it yeah yeah Th- those are our top movies of the year so i had predator uh, Infinity Wars, uh, Robocop, Aquaman, and Christmas Chronicles. What's Christmas yeah, yeah, Chronicles. Chronicles. Yeah, what do you have again? I had Strangers 2, Pray at Night. No, Strangers 2, Pray at Night. Yep. Um, Unfriended 2, Dark Web, Infinity War as well. Uh, Death Note. That's oh, Mum and Dad. Did mom I say Mum and Dad? No, I don't know. Oh, Mum and Dad, yeah. Mum and Dad. Those are the our, our top movies that we've seen this year, guys. Watch them. And then subscribe to us. I actually want to know what people thought of the Christmas Chronicles movie. So please watch it and get back to us. Yes, feedback. Yes, I'd like some feedback on that yeah. movie. I thought it was a masterpiece of Christmas films, to be honest. Yeah, we didn't. That was probably <laughs> the peak of the Christmas films this year. Yeah, it was awesome. awesome. All right. Um, you know what it would have been on the list? Alita Battle Angel. Oh, yeah. But they pushed it back to February for some fucking reason because they can't compete with christmas blockbusters like christmas chronicles yeah <laughs> even though it was netflix release <laughs> no it just what? i want this movie to be good so bad and it's not Shh. i have a feeling this movie is gonna bomb harder than ghost in the shell i hope not i hope not too if it does i'll murder you hey <laughs> oh well, you better go watch it a million times then i'm not gonna watch it a million times well i'm gonna murder you well then it's all on tape boom yeah but I'll, I'll just yeah, we'll make editing. it look like you said you'd murder yourself. <laughs> hey, yeah, no, nah, it was a bit shit that mm. they pushed it back. Mm-hmm. So that happened, <laughs> right? Just whoa. Um, trailers. What trailers have we seen? Oh, we watched a trailer for the movie Greta. Greta, yeah, that looks interesting. Yes, but I probably won't see it. No, you know, I yeah. Well, thrillers and whatnot, they don't interest me that much anymore they used to a lot i used to be all up in that what like, interests you these days um every single time we do a podcast i find out what doesn't interest you christmas movies okay <laughs> okay other than christmas movies uh action movies action movies thrillers are generally action based no they're not they're yeah 
I really want to watch that Immortal Engines movie. Oh yeah, that looks like that London look. looks fucking cool. I'm gonna pull a leaf out of your book and say that doesn't interest me whatsoever. Uh, see, see, I'm I'm moving further away from unrealism. Yeah, where I'm moving way more, more towards real, unrealism. unrealism. I love Christmas movies. In <laughs> Christmas movies are real, damn it! The spirit of Christmas exists for a reason. <laughs> like I, I just the sillier a movie. The better it is. That's fair. That's how I think of it. Like when we were talking about Kill Bill the other day, right? Hmm. That movie is. See, I want to walk out of a movie and not question it. Yes. Right? Because if it is stupid from the get go and that's how they've built the movie, you can't. How can you question it? Yeah. You really can't. Like Kill Bill, you can't question it. It's pretty much bulletproof. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I like to see movies like that and be like, whoa, <laughs> like, look at the old film Commando. This is one part where <laughs> I eat Green Berets for breakfast. <laughs> I think it's Commando where Arnold Schwarzenegger he goes to shoot these guys and one of the guys dies before he gets shot before he even starts shooting his gun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love the old school action films. <laughs> you, you can't beat shit like that. You, you, I find you can't. Like, they're amazing. That's fair. But and you're you're going more towards... Yeah, well, I think... Does that mean you're living more in a nostalgic age? No. Are you just looking for hints of nostalgia? No, I'm looking for more escapism. Escapism. Yeah. yeah. That's where I like my movies. I don't want to question them because I find if I watch a movie that's too serious and stuff like that, I'll be like, why is that like that? Why, that, why are they... Not following continuity and things like that. It gives me... It feel, I feel like it gives me license to do that kind but of stuff. I don't want to do Doesn't that. that give you more fun if you can pick at something? No. You don't like picking at things? No. Really? I like coming out of a movie and going, man, that was amazing. And not pick at it. Well, that's why I liked Inception. Yeah. Everyone's like, I'm fucking good. It's like, yeah, fucking, yeah. <laughs> fucking... They went into people's dreams. What's not to get? Did you say the same thing when you walked out of... Nightmare on Elm Street I don't get how Freddy does what he does Because he's a fucking demon spawn When you're building a movie, right? you got to do this world building thing What happens within this universe? What are the contexts and stuff? Everything that happens around it, right? Yes I, as a viewer, don't want to question any of it Yes If your movie is stupid and shit is just happening I don't want to go What the fuck? Why'd that guy die? Why'd, why'd that car blow up before it hit the ground? <laughs> you know, but that's like going back to what you said about how Arnie shot someone I mean... The guy got shot before he shot. That's just yeah. stupid. Yeah, it is. It. I feel like those movies get a pass because they're just stupid movies. <laughs> yeah, they don't take themselves seriously. Yes, that makes sense. They don't take themselves seriously. So you're like, whatever. Well, then you should watch Creep. It might uh, reignite your passion for these kind of films. <laughs> because it shows what filmmakers can do with zero dollars. Oh, no, no, no. They could do a lot with zero dollars. Yeah. People are amazing. But I again, but I the, just... The movies I watch aren't gritty, gritty realism. Don't lie. You like your Coen brothers. Coen, well, Coen I haven't brothers. Even, but Have you the seen that gr- new one? Gritty realism. And then you look at the <laughs> Ballad of Buster's Cross. I haven't seen that yet. I've heard it's good. Yeah, it does look like the most unreal film I've ever seen. <laughs> it's a throwback to uh, movies like They Call Me Trinity. Trinity is still my name. And my yeah. name is nobody. Like the old Bud Spencer, Terrence Hill, um, Spaghetti Westerns, man. <laughs> it looks fantastic. And I will watch it and review it because <clears throat> the Coen brothers can do no wrong in my eyes. Yep. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. With me, with movies, I'm going away from the whole more realism feel i'm going towards the more unrealistic things so i like my superhero movies i like my sci-fi sci-fi my predators i think i think thrillers at the very core of them aren't realism at all because they always have outlandish situations that people have to try and avoid like the strangers yeah they rock up at a trailer park 
and there's no one there for some reason because it's the off season. And then a bunch of guys with masks just show up and start to try and kill them. Okay. Yeah. Like that's it's yeah. stupid. Like those are the kind of movies I've been watching. Same with Unfriended. You know, yeah. that's just a bunch of people on Skype. A guy steals a laptop and then all of a sudden the dark web wants to get him. Those are things that people fear. They You kind of fear the unknown. What's in the kind of unknown? And yes. thrill is based on that kind of stuff, right? Depending on the culture and who you are and where you've grown up. What you see. Yes, the psychological things. They use those. But to be honest, I've never really been afraid of that kind of unknown stuff, right? If I'm walking through a park at night. I don't care. Like I'm not going to get mugged or anything like that. I don't. I'm not afraid, right? That's fair. I'm not that's afraid a, of urban. That's a, that's a normal mindset yeah. to have, probably. But no, I, I'm not. I'm afra- gonna walk through a clan rally. I'm not <laughs> afraid of urban horror kind of thing because it doesn't scare me. I find it unreal. I find that unrealistic. Do you know what I mean? Well, then you should love it then. <laughs> uh, what I'm afraid of is like cosmic horrors and things like that, like the supernatural. Yes. Yeah. Even though I know it's not real, it's people who are scared of what they don't know. Well, that's why that's why serial killer movies. I think they need to bring them back. They need to bring back movies like Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Those, the slasher, the slashers. Yeah. They need to bring them back in a big way because they they were just fun. Yeah. Well, they were replaced by gore fest. Too much gore. Sometimes. And what's replaced them? Nothing. Uh, well, okay. So we have a history, a brief history of these films were based around the the movies. So after Nightmare on oh. Elm Street. Sorry, and sorry, films, sorry. I'm just going to interrupt. Found footage replaced it, I think. Yeah, for a little bit, but found footage okay so it went all these it went the slashes and then from mm-hmm. the slashes we had the saw movies yep the gore fests and there were the gore fests and from the gore fests we had uh found footage the paranormal mm-hmm. activities yep and now passing on the torch got passed from the paranormal activity movies to the conjuring films yep so these centralized films i believe has defined horror in each each generation yeah. So now we're in. We've gone into the extended universe of, of the Conjuring, which we're now we're at the Nun, which has gone back to the 1400s or some shit like that. And it's all about the the origins of I don't know the demon or the I don't know. I don't know. I, I like the Conjuring. I like the Conjuring too. But then after that, you can just go die. <laughs> Same with the Saw movies. Once you made too many, it was done. Yeah. Same with Paranormal Activity. Once you made too many, yeah. it was done. Do you know what movie actually interests me? Yeah. That I saw the trailer for. That oh, the Escape Room one. Oh yeah, that looks really. That good. looks really cool. That's like a saw movie, but with a little bit of a yeah twist thing. It really is just a repurposed saw movie, but it seems more fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's uh basically there was another movie called Escape Room that came out last year that I watched. Yeah. It was shit. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one scene off my heart because the three three bears. Uh, wait, what is it? Uh, if you go down to the woods today, all of a sudden that song started playing, and he looked at this bottle bear and goes, "Fucking hate that song." Walks up, puts his hand in the bear's mouth. All right. Um. What other trailers? Eh, forget it. I just thought of something interesting. Yes. What would you like to see from 2019? 2019. Yeah. Okay. I hope to see. Fuck. <laughs> that that would be an awesome movie. What's it about? It's about. Can I see it on Pornhub? No. It's exclusively <laughs> not on Pornhub. <laughs> I don't know. You, you answered this question. It was on your mind. So, what would I like to see? Well, definitely Infinity Wars Part 2 Endgame. Yes. That's going to come to an end. Hopefully, everybody dies and then nothing is left. <laughs> no, well, it's not going to happen. Like, they're going to get the glove back. They're going to wish... Uh, Tony Stark somehow is going to get the glove back. He's going to use its magical wishes to bring everybody back and kill Thanos somehow. <laughs> yeah, Stark saves yeah. the day. Yeah. End game. Yeah, yeah. pretty yeah. much. Hopefully... 
uh, Captain America smashes the gauntlet. Like, I want that to happen. But I doubt it. Uh, what else? No, do you know what I'd like to see? Captain America wield Stormbreaker. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's... I was kind of hoping he would have uh, wielded Amelia at yeah. one point, but... Well, here's the thing. I think anybody can wield Stormbreaker. Because it doesn't have the same... It doesn't have the, the hex on rules. it. Yeah. Because Mjolnir, only Thor could lift it because Odin's all like, only, only, only the Chosen can wield Mjolnir. Stormbreaker doesn't have that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you're going to see Captain America be like, whoa, cool. And be like, whoa. Did you see see in the Endgame trailer that Thanos' snap got rid of Captain America's beard? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> only a part of him disappeared it's like oh no I'm shaved <laughs> fucking know Captain America actually does something in this film yeah it's like oh we're in Rwanda they, why did they take his shield away he wasn't Captain America in this movie he was the nomad or whatever they wanted to call yeah. him because they're setting up Bucky to become Captain yeah. America I can't remember which comic it was but there's this comic recently that came out this series I don't think it was recent but uh, Captain America turns out he was a hijacked Hydra agent the whole yeah, time. That's, kind that's of thing. the way they wanted to go with. Uh, yeah, I yeah. read about that. And yeah, that was the like what's him call it. Steve Rogers was a Hydra agent the whole time. Yeah, but so, the whole thing is it's really interesting that yeah. entire thing because Captain America in it is no fucks a given. You do what we say or you die. <laughs> that's insane, right? I wonder how I like. I like, I like stories like pull that. the rug under people. See, do you know what I'd love to see? Actually, I would love to see DC scrap whatever universe they're fucking doing now with the MC, the DC um, EU. movie EU, right? And change it to the, um, what is it? The Injustice. Injustice, that's it. Injustice storyline. They need to pull that out and use that. Oh, yeah. And that, that would bring the story together so well. Yeah. And they don't even need to show each and every individual character that way. They really don't. You can introduce every single character through injustice yeah because they're trying to deal with superman he lost lois lane and his unborn child to joker the entire thing is joker tricked uh, superman into killing lois lane and his unborn child and so superman's like that's it i'm done you die (laughs) not being good anymore (laughs) no no he's still good oh he's still completely good but he starts killing it's just more yes he's like that's it you you step out of line, you die. You don't get a second chance, you will die. And that's where the team split because Batman's all like, no, but you can't kill people because that's bad. And Superman's like, why not? <laughs> they're, they're, they're killing us. Why can't we kill them? Yeah. And Superman, Batman's like, yeah, but it's not the superhero way. And it's like, shut up, pay, Superman, the, pay the check. Yeah, Superman, just pay the fucking bill. <laughs> he's all just right? like, well, Bruce, come on, man. Like, are you really going to fight me on this? I could you're kill gonna lose. you yeah. in one second. And he's like, oh, by the way, I've got kryptonite. And by the time he's already pulling out his pocket, he's dead. Oh, yeah. He's, 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 <laughs> he, he'll just kill dead. him with his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Batman will probably be all like, eh, lucky that was just a robot version of Batman somehow. Uh, I knew that the whole time, Bruce. <laughs> you're right there. And then he just kills him. <laughs> no. But it, it would be amazing. Yeah. Because you, we've gotten all these super... Superman movie we've gotten all these Superman movies that are just Superman being heroic and manly and all these things let's switch it up let's make it interesting something for the people to really go oh that's new Superman's actually a bad guy in this yeah oh oh, shit how the fuck is Batman going to have to deal with Superman like how he he doesn't that's how (laughs) like Superman 
kill so many heroes in the injustice <laughs> because he's like you got to be on my side or you're, you're against us yeah that's it i'm not going to die. kill innocent people innocent people but if you're going against us if you're going against us that means you don't want us to kill villains that means you're a bad person that's yeah. that's how he justifies killing superheroes <laughs> you're saving them but not allowing me to kill them <laughs> so he sees Whoever's stopping them as bad. That's insanity. Yeah. That'd be fun. <laughs> I want to see that. What would you like to see? Um, I'm kind of interested to see uh, Spider-Man Far Away From Home when that finally comes out. The w- sequel to Spider-Man. Will that be after or before Endgame? Mm. It'll be after Endgame. Yep. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it'll be after. Um, Cowboy Bebop. Yep. Hopefully that comes out in 2019. Carmen Sandiego, the Netflix yes. original. <laughs> But so it's animated. They are working on that, yeah? Yeah, yeah it's coming out in 2019. No, do you know what I would like? I would like the showrunners of Game of Thrones to make a <laughs> what? Summer San Diego movie or TV series. Like like live action? Yep. I'd be worried to see a live action uh, Carmen San Diego film. Why? It would just it would be the so good. Bitch goes around stealing landmarks. Yeah, and how amazing is that? She stole the Great Pyramids of Giza and once. Doesn't she send notes to the places as well? It's like yes. I'm going to steal this. She's basically <laughs> the female Lupin. Yeah, she's magic as well. Somehow, is well, she magic? If you, well, if you can steal the Great Pyramids of Giza, you must be semi magic. Yeah, out from their noses as well. Yeah, while like, no one was noticing. <laughs> it's like, hey, look over there behind you. Hey, what am I looking at? <laughs> Yoink! <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> But there'd be so much death and murder. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Carmen Sandiego's always been about teaching kids landmarks. Yeah. That would be really cool. <laughs> like in one of the episodes, you could be like, the president, Donald Trump, gets a message. I'm going to steal your wig. <laughs> and then one time when he's on TV. He just comes out. He's got no hair. Yeah. <laughs> How cool would that be? Just really play with it. Yeah. Be like, interesting. You can really go far with Carmen San Diego. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? I reckon um, that would be great. And if they, I feel like they're testing the waters though with this animation. If it does well, it will most likely get a live action adaptation. I don't think so. I think it's why just not? <laughs> why are you crushing my dreams? There's a big so. difference between what you hope for and what's going to happen. <laughs> I know. If it goes well on Netflix, they're going to make thirty seasons of it, <sighs> all animated. And Netflix no, will be like, Netflix, hey, please just make a live action one. People it's love fine. our animation. So you know what? We're going to give you Diablo, the animated series. Thanks. I wanted to see a live action Diablo. That's never going to happen. No, it's not. It needs to be CG. It doesn't have to all be CG. I mean, mm. Infinity War taught us what we can do with CG and not look shit. Yeah, true. Like, it really did. Yeah. And lots of other films has taught us, like, they can do shit good. See, Diablo would work better in a series, I reckon. Oh, yeah, definitely. But uh, that's a live-action series. That could be run by Game of Thrones. Yeah. Showrunners. Really yeah. good. Like, holy shit. Start off in um, Tristram. Tristram. As the... Following the Diablo Story 1 arc. Yeah, even before that, man. You think? Following, following when all the guys went down to find King Leoric's son. How all that came about, how fucking Leoric turned on everyone. Because you loved Diablo one, didn't you? Oh fucking! You played the shit out of it. I've the never played it. in that man. Yeah. Like that really drew a base for everything to come about. The halls of the blind, all the poetry involved in it. Mm-hmm. Like they really had to try. Yeah. And they did really well. Like the butcher, you go into the butcher's story. You know, like yeah. who is the butcher? Why is he down there? Why is he a butcher? <laughs> I don't know why. Why? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, like that. I have hopes 
and it's never gonna happen. But here is one of my hopes. I've been watching these series of YouTube videos all about Resident Evil and its lore, mm -hmm. and all the way back when they found <clears> the progenitor flower, and how they started, they built uh, the Spencer Labs and stuff. Yeah, I'd really like to see a TV series based on the first Resident Evil game mm -hmm. in the mansion, but most of it is set in flashbacks of when the lab's being built up and all that other stuff that's happening through the time as Jill and Chris are going through and finding different things, like an investigation kind of thing. I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm on board with that. I'm on board with the whole idea of a Resident Evil show, definitely based around the first one, but flashbacks... No, like... It, like, I feel like when, flashbacks when I, when are... I say, when I say flashbacks, I mean it actually goes back to the history and the lore of yeah, how they created the T-Virus. Yeah, but I feel like flashbacks themselves are a terrible story-telling technique. I don't think so at all. I, I find them too. Flashbacks yeah. is how you learn things. Yeah, but, but, but when small I, when I say details. When I say flashbacks, I don't really mean flashbacks. I mean two storylines. Yeah. Like dual storylines. Okay. Kind of like Game of Thrones. Yep. You've got all this stuff happening in the present while this stuff's happening in the past. So... So you would have, um, say, Jill going through the mansion, mansion, right? And when she comes up to a room, she sees something or like she picks something up and then it'll flash back to Spencer in the mansion. Yes. Or whoever is yes. there. Yes. Yeah. And they'll be doing whatever with that. Science. Yeah, yeah, science. Woo! Yeah, science. Trying to keep people alive forever. <laughs> but yeah, the law behind there is so amazing. Yeah. Like if you go back and you you listen to this, the guy who talking about it knows pretty. Even though he fucks up some of the titles a bit, yeah. but yeah, it's pretty sick. I'd like to see Resident Evil. Well, they are rebooting it already. What Resident Evil? The game? Yeah. No. What the movies? Oh, that's fine. As long as they do it in the mansion, I'm fine. Why? Because I really want to see the mansion. So do I, but. And I want to see ten minutes of Jill trying to suss out. Where to get the wind crest in order to turn the hexagonal crank so she can get the jewel put in the tiger's eye. Yeah, but what if you have the the um, triangle crank? Well, then you're fucked. <laughs> Not the hexagonal you crank. You are fucked. <laughs> there are zombies and hunters behind you. You're fucked. Yeah. If you mix up your cranks, you're dead. <laughs> but I think they're going to be pushing in one direction and his name is Leon S. Kennedy. You think? He's the pretty boy poster man. Chris can get fucked. He's a plain Jane. Like yeah, he is. in the new Resident Evil Seven, he's referred to as Redfield, and he's working for Blue Umbrella. <sighs> like Umbrella has a new logo, and it's blue. So, <sighs> but he's not buff anymore. He like got reverse steroids since Resident <laughs> Evil Five. Do you know what I want? To, I want from the Resident Evil. I want to see more of Billy oh, yeah. from Resi Zero. Well, then that's he's just gone. <laughs> see, that's how you, the movies, the series that I said about the flashbacks would go so well because yeah. they create the slugs. That's how you have billion stuff on the train that takes you to the mansion. <laughs> and then there's the chick that's just singing constantly. Or dude, is that a dude or a chick? It's a dude. And he's singing and all the slugs are just attacking that's everyone. That's supposedly Spencer. I think it was Spencer. Maybe. Spencer. Yeah. If I can remember correctly, it was Spencer. But okay. slug form. Slugs that formed a man. <laughs> That is Spencer. <laughs> I don't know. So oh, it gets confusing. That's that's one of my hopes. <laughs> um, my hopes also for 2019 is that they finally release Ava 4.0, even in Japan. Well, they might because did you hear about Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. They're, it's all going on Netflix. Yeah. The original the, series. Yeah. So most likely it's going to get a resurgence again. Yeah. And they're talking about a live action at Netflix too. Hell yeah, Netflix for the win. I know Netflix has a lot of stuff planned, like such greats as 13 Reasons Why, Season 3. 
I saw some of 13 Reasons Why. Did you know what's actually terrible? Yeah, it's just about a chick who's blaming people for a suicide. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, the whole controversy behind it. Like, and not even in a good way. Like, Riverdale was really terrible, but oh, no, it's so I, good. Like, I actually really enjoyed 13 Reasons Why the first season. Yeah? Yeah. It was oh. unraveling a mystery. You know, at the end of I the day... I saw something, I was just like, this know, is terrible. <clears throat> you know, she killed herself. You know, and she was blaming people. And that's 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 all good. That's her prerogative. Who the fuck leaves tapes, first of all? Second of all, did you know they were supposed to have um, Selena Gomez playing uh, Hannah oh, really? Baker? Well, but well, she's a producer on it, and she said, sorry, I'm too attractive for this role. <laughs> that's fine. Which is fair. And yeah. Yeah, Most suicides themselves are a... It just happens kind of thing. What's that word I'm looking for? Um, it's an in-the-moment thing. In-the-moment thing. Yeah. You don't plan that shit out. Exactly. You don't film yourself doing stuff or whatever. Really, yeah. that's why because most people who do the bad thing, you know, don't leave suicide notes because it's in the moment kind of thing. You, well, you don't plan did. it. <laughs> but some yeah. people do. She did. Ish. Well, it was based on a best-selling yeah. book. But I do want to say one thing out loud. Don't be blue, guys. There's always someone to talk to. Oh, if yeah. Man. Blue and in these situations. And this is a good place to actually talk about how uh, our special episode, episode 10, mm-hmm. we're going to be talking with a uh, blogger and um, writer. He just released yep. his second book, Zach Phillips. And uh, we're going to be talking to him about mental health and the geek culture. Yeah, I still got to get a hold of his book because I really want to read through it. Yeah, his second book, uh, Get Your Shit Together, just released not so long ago. Yep. You can find it on Amazon. Amazon, I believe, yep. Yeah. So we're going to be talking with him. So feel free to send your questions to us if you have anything you want to talk about to do with mental health and the geek culture. Uh, Of course, to respect your privacy, everything will be given like Annie E, Billy B. You'll all be given, I won't say names. Annie E, Billy B. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, guys, like... Me and Nick, we're no strangers strangers to depression and stuff like that. We're, um, we've come from a Seasoned long experts. line of <laughs> seasoned experts. We're, 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 we're well done. <laughs> yes, if I were a steak, I'd be sent back. <laughs> we've had our, share, uh, our um, fair share of problems and issues with feeling low and down and stuff like that. We're still kicking. Yeah. We're still, you know, doing fine. We're cool. That's, that's not to, like, push it on you, but it's okay to feel bad sometimes. Yeah. Definitely. And that's, that's what we really want to get Especially through this holiday season. Yeah. It's the worst time of year. Like, I got a bit of the Christmas blues, I think. Yeah. Do you really? I did. Yeah. For a couple of days, I just wasn't feeling myself. To be honest, I'm actually still kind of in the Christmas blues now. I feel yeah. like I'm like... Ugh. Do you have the post-Christmas blues though? I guess, yeah. Because like... The pre-New Year's blues. Yeah. Because uh, we're filming... We're recording this Sunday and tomorrow is New Year's Eve. So I'm just feeling a bit down. I'm trying to be more... Pe- uh, like pessimistic no, no pes- oh, optimistic optimistic please pessimistic. don't get any more pessimistic about life <laughs> i really don't need this <laughs> yeah more optimistic about the future in 2019 mm. please guys download our show <laughs> 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 he's, he's using guilt to get what he wants no um i can understand mm-hmm. new year's new year's christmas this holiday season is just it's a bit of a it can have bad effects on people yeah. but yeah we're going to be talking with him we're going to be talking about him about his new book we're going to be talking about him about his first book mm-hmm. and also about his podcast um yeah so it'll be really fun and it'll be good for us to expand our podcasting abilities and oh definitely maybe if this goes well uh, yeah. we'll have more episodes where we interview people mm. And if you guys, what you should do is look up uh, Zach. It's Zach Phillips, is it? Zach Phillips, yeah. Zach Phillips. Look him up on Instagram. Uh, Look him up on Amazon. Check him out. You can ask him questions, I'd say, through his Instagram. Or you could ask us us the questions and we'll ask him. Yeah. 
if you want. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll um we'll talk to him. We'll ask you questions. We'll leave enough time for as many questions as you guys need. Yeah, it's just Zach Phillips on Instagram. Yeah. No space between Zach and Phillips. And that's Z- oh Zach, Zach P, P. Phillips. Phillips. Sorry, yeah, Zach yeah. P. Phillips. Yeah, Z A C P. Yeah, so it's a Z A C P P H I L L I P S. Yep. Yeah. So um, over the next week or so, or a couple of weeks, just send me a message, ask a question, or yeah. email us at questions dot welcome at gmail dot com. We'll, yeah. We'll get that in there. And remember, like, like if you have the Christmas blues or the New Year's blues or whatever, ask us the questions. Yes, but if you're in a situation where you desperately need to talk to somebody, please seek professional help. Lifeline. Yeah, Lifeline. Um, There's also a text message service. The now. hospital. You yeah. can go to the hospital. They will They will see you. They, they're they not going to turn you away. Yeah. And also Lifeline is a text message service now. So if you don't have the confidence to talk to someone on the phone, you can text them. And if you're not, com- if you're not comfortable with talking to somebody like that, just please reach out to a friend or a family member. And also them fancy dinosaurs are always going to be for you guys too. Not during Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We'll, we'll try. We <sighs> like you. Oh. No, fuck no, no. Christmas uh, Fuck New Year's resolutions New Year's resolutions What do you want to do for this New Year's resolution um, Jump Res- back on Weight Watchers and Yay start losing kilos. Well I've started doing my weights again I'm going to hey. get buff and get my gains Gains bro Yeah Waking up every morning doing my weights Nice Yep So I'm already getting like Oh the pumps bro Yeah buddy I'm going to be like Arnold Schwartz soon um, Yeah no that's pretty much it I'm not going to make it a New Year's resolution, though. I'm just going to make it a thing. Well, let's make it a thing about them fancy dinosaurs. Yes, them Ooh. fancy dinosaurs losing the brontosaurus gut. Let's have them fancy dinosaurs at the end of 2019 to have 100 listeners. We already have 100 listeners. Yeah, but I mean actual 100 people. Oh, 100, that's 100 subscribers. Yep. 100 subscribers. That's our goal. I would like that at the end of 2019. That's fine. That's a doable goal. I, I think. think it is as well. Because yeah. we got what? 30? No, less than that. <laughs> yeah, we have 32 followers on Podbean. Oh, do we? 37. Ah. All right. You know what? I'm going to change my goal now. One million. <laughs> oh, good. We are now Joe Rogan. <laughs> Thank you. Or 1.3 million oh, subscribers. Now we're bigger than Joe Rogan. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I told him, set a small goal. <laughs> small goal, I said. 100, no. From 100 to 1.3 million. Hey, with our fans, we will get there. Yes, we are like an infectious virus. Oh, all right. Speaking of New Year's, what are you going to be doing for it? Anything? Nothing. Hooray. What? What's, what's, what's this stigma behind New Year's celebrations? Why not? I don't know. What's the point? I celebrate every day. Do you? Yeah. I mean, okay. at least just every year from since we met, we've just used this as just an opportunity to just watch a couple of movies, just chill out. Okay, cool. Because I'm so active throughout the year doing stuff. It's just, yeah, time to slow yeah. down. I like it. I like to... um Party! Get to get... Not party. I like to get together with friends and stuff to appreciate the year that's just gone by and look I appreciate forward to the year. every day. <laughs> okay, cool. Good for you. I don't. I want to kill myself every day. Whoa! <laughs> Lifeline! <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, no. I I find it a good excuse to get everybody together, let your hair down, appreciate the year that has just gone by. Try to appreciate it anyway. Um, and look forward to the new year. I can it's, appreciate that. Yeah, and I can respect that. Yeah, that's what I love doing. Like I would ask you to come, but you'll probably will be like, 
No, I got to work the next day anyway. That's why yeah. I do it because generally I have to work in the morning every day. That's every cool. Every year, like mm-hmm. since the Aldi days and now my new job, which is okay. But that's just yeah, life. yeah, that's fine. It's live. We're gonna just have a few drinks, listen to music, go down to the beach, watch the fireworks at midnight, come back to my place and get riggedy riggedy wrecked. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. We're not gonna get riggedy riggedy wrecked. We're just gonna get riggedy wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even say riggedy riggedy. You're gonna have unwanted fans here. <laughs> what? We're just gonna have a bunch of comments and say pickle Rick boots. Oh. Please get your get your negative. Yeah, hey, here's something. Fandoms. Yes. Yes. What about them? Fuck them. I, I, look, okay, so fandoms have, there's a lot of different types of fandoms. Yeah, there is. Okay, so you can have toxic <coughs> fandoms. Yeah. Like Rick and Morty. Yeah. Or you can have positive fandoms. Mm-hmm. Like me and my Walking Dead obsession. <laughs> okay, a lot of people say fandoms were on the shows. I don't think that's I've true. This. I used to have that mindset. I used to be like... Fucking hate Naruto because I hated the Naruto fans and shit like that. Oh, listen to them like you'd see the comments of how much they wanted to suck everybody's dicks in Naruto and whatever. <laughs> Sasuke and Naruto sandwiches and stuff like that. People are the worst, okay? And they'll defend it to the death. I've realized over the last couple of weeks, those motherfuckers are a, just a very, very loud minority of the fandom. Yeah, exactly. Very tiny. They're, they're the people who stuck out the most. Yeah. You know, so you get those people that are like, Pickle Rick! They're shit. <laughs> it doesn't mean the actual show shit. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a whole topic for another uh, podcast, yeah. in my opinion. Oh, okay. Um, Rick and Morty and its decline. It's fast decline. Really? You think it's fast declining? Um, I was not a fan of season three, yeah. to be honest. It, yeah. uh, it, it, pulled, it pulled its usual format out from under our shoes and just kind of went with whatever it wanted to do. First of all, it started with a lie. It's like, hey guys, here's the first episode. Yeah, I felt like they broke Rick's character a little, to be honest. Yeah. They did all this character Not development. Just that, I'm talking about they released the first episode like six months before they released the rest of the season. Oh, yeah. As an April Fool's thing. Yeah. How is that an April Fool's? As an April Fool's thing. Yeah. How is that an April Fool's? Oh. It's like, ha, oh, fool you. You just saw an episode of Rick and Morty. Yeah. And April Fool's was when they uh, released the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie. And then they're like, hey, we're going to play it on Adult Swim. And then they did. Really tiny in the corner with no sound during other shows. <laughs> now that was an April Fool's. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, it's still a good show. To be honest, it's, it's fairly decently animated. Um Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. I still it, enjoyed it, it's, it. It's okay animated, to be honest. Like, yeah. I still enjoyed season three, but not as much as I enjoyed season two. Season three, like, my whole first and second season experience was you have the three normals doing normal shit at home, going through day-to-day first world problems, while Rick and Morty go on adventures. And sometimes summer two in season two, which was okay. Yeah, right. And then the third season, it was either all was one story. They didn't yeah. have these separate stories. I don't like that. Yeah. And I really like to see the dynamic. And no, Jerry, what, what was with the point there? I don't know, man. Dan Harmon came out. He's like, hey, we're going to have 14 episodes this season. Huh, 10 episodes later. Oh, we didn't have time. You're fucking eight fucking years. And now you're going to have another fucking eight. Okay, here's what I'm going to say, okay? I reckon Dan Harmon and the other guy, Carol. Just remember, brilliant. Yeah. They realized the mistakes that they made, right? That's why Jerry's back now at the end of season three. He's back. 
Yeah. I'm hope- I think I think they've got to go back because let's be honest, every good show that you've seen always has a doubt season. Okay. They generally do. The, not the, you, you, not, not? Fraser. <laughs> every season of that was solid gold. Okay, here's the thing. Remember, there's always outliers. Yeah, it's true. So Fraser's an outlier, man. So was Becca. Seinfeld. <laughs> Seinfeld. Friends. Uh, Fred, no, not Friends. Friends was all bad. I love Friends. Yeah, that's because you have terrible taste. Friends. Shut up. <laughs> no, but and then you got the Big Bang Theory that had all bad seasons. Yeah, that was terrible. From day one. Bazingas and stuff. And like, here's episode no, from, 47. From day one, I thought it was great. But then I realized, it's shit. <laughs> hey, guys. I am nursed. <laughs> yeah, I, I was swept up in the whole Big Bang Theory is a good show. And then you're like, hey, man, they're finally speaking for our generation. Yeah. Hang on. No, they're not. They're not at all. Yeah. Yeah. And then you realize they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they're making us out to be idiots. <laughs> right. But yeah, Rick and Morty, I think season four will really bring it home. I hope so. Like, yeah. I want to hope so. Yeah. You know, and that's all I can do. I can't say I'm excited for it because mm-hmm. I don't know when it's going to come out. Oh, uh, it will come out when we're 30 million. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and with, with Neon Genesis and its gap between its cinematic marvels, I can understand. No, I can't. You know. <laughs> How can you understand? Because he fucking blows all his money on coke and hookers and runs out and <laughs> can't fucking fund the series. Like, every single time he's tried to redo his series, he's fucking blown the budget and he yeah. can't make it to end. He's finally got his chance and he's done it again. <laughs> but with Rick and Morty, as you said, the animation isn't fantastic. It's not. The writing, you know, can is pretty good at times, <coughs> but it's not that complex. Why does it take so long to make 10 episodes I of the show? I don't know. Look at fucking South Park. They make an episode in six days. Yeah. They literally make it... Uh, uh, Fucking amazing documentary, six days to air. It's on YouTube for free. It's only, it only goes for 40 minutes. Check it out. It's just Trey Parker, Matt Stone, making an episode of South Park in six days. And they've only missed a deadline once. Yeah. And that was due to a power out. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> See, they literally get the episode to the studio within a couple of hours before it airs. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, and the best thing behind that as well is the studios don't have time to... To sift through to see what they've done yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, fuck, we better air it or we do you know dead air. Do you know what's fucked, right? Family Guy, 10 months for an episode. Oh, same has happened with American Dad. Yeah. That went on hi- hiatus after episode, like, seven of yeah. season... But do, do you know what they, they, they do is they try to make multiple episodes at the same time. That's why they can get them out, you know, they can get episode after episode after yeah. episode out because they'll be working on 10 episodes, 10, 12 episodes yes. in the same... At the same time, still six days. Six days <laughs> versus that. That's writing the script. Sorry, that's developing, coming up with the ideas, developing the script, writing it, doing all the storyboards, doing all the drawings and the animation and, the and all the sound, the audio, all that shit, and then fine tuning it and editing it together. <laughs> I know. And with a ten episode stint, that's ten weeks of them just on the ball. Yeah, constantly. And That's then fucked. the rest of the time they got off though. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't need to stress. And they can just do other shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, thanks for all the money. <laughs> thanks. Like you see this documentary and these people are sleeping in the office. Yeah. I can imagine that. Literally sleeping there for that six days. Yeah. <laughs> That's their home. Because yeah. the animators, everybody there, they have to be on the ball for when Trey Parker and Matt Stone have come up with an ideas and they've got a script and shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They've got to be like, bang, 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 yeah. ready to, to just go through it. <clears throat> That's, and that's another thing that pisses me off about Rick and Morty. 
Yeah. It shouldn't take as long as it does. No, definitely not. And I know I'm just saying this because I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, how hard is it? There's lots of shows that come out and they're consistent. Yeah. Inconsistency destroys things. Yep. And it does. waiting waiting fucking three years between season two and season three to begin with pissed me off. So I went mm. in on a bad note as well. So that yeah. kind of killed it for me. Yeah, definitely. And, the hype's gone from it. Yeah. And the same thing will happen again. It's like imagine releasing a movie and then 10 years later saying, oh, here's our sequel. It's right? ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So just sort your shit out. And now they're like, oh, we're making 58 episodes. When? <laughs> I'm going to be fucking 150 by the time the 58 episode comes out. <laughs> Give me a break. Just release that. No, no, no. You, you, you can bad mouth and stuff all you like as well, by the way. You don't have to be an animator or whatever. I'm, I'm, I, I wouldn't say like, bad No, no, no. You, you're saying how hard it is. Like, I'm, it's not hard. It's yeah. not like it's bullshit. Like Dan Harmon's too busy fucking fucking hookers and snorting <laughs> cocaine and shit to really write a proper script. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, I just don't. I don't. I just don't get it. Because here's the thing: it's not the animators' department that are lacking. It's the script writer. Yeah, it's the it script is. Writing. It's the writing team. Yeah. It's like, well, obviously they just can't come up with any stories. Yeah, that's what's actually happening. And that's not good. That's not good at all. It's fucking retarded. That's what. <laughs> but it, it's not hard. It really isn't. It's just fucking... Here's an episode. Rick wakes up one morning and he's like, Hey, Morty, we need to go to the planet where there's... Glop, glop. Because there's trees there, Marty, Morty. And I need the trees because they're for my new device. And then he takes Morty and they go there. But wait, the intergalactic police are already waiting there. And it's hilarious a sting. Assumes. Yeah, <laughs> hilarious. And then Jerry's at home and he's obsessed with Candy Crush at the moment. Oh, no. Didn't that happen already? Yeah, he was obsessed with, with some kind of game. He's always yeah. with the balloon game. Yeah, he's always obsessed with that. Balloon Young game. got that game. It is super boring. It is. It actually, it's exists. touted as a boring game. It's like, hey, this and is Jerry's a boring like, game. <laughs> You're doing really well. Well, they did that with Aquatine Hunger Force as well. It's called <laughs> Go Right, the game where you just go right. <laughs> it's like, hey, you're really good at this game. Aquatine Hunger Force. That's amazing. Yeah. Either way, I can't wait to see Rick and Morty season four in 2021. Um. <laughs> for a show that came out in 2014 yeah. to have a fourth season out by 2021 is pretty weak yeah. I actually have no idea when they're going to have a fourth season out. it's just it's fucked I mean do you know what's fucked about that shit right it came out in 2014 yeah it started yeah. off they've had three seasons why the fuck is Adult Swim still peddling that shit then that's the only reason why people still talk about it Adult Swim advertise it for unknown reasons yeah but also don't forget Netflix it's Netflix's home as well like yeah so is like, it Adult Swim? No, it's Cartoon Network or Adult Swim or no, something like that. Whatever Ca- fucking Adult studio owns on it. Cartoon Network, so. Whatever fucking thing bloody owns it. You'd assume again? that they'd throw extra money at it. <coughs> and like when they did a Carl's Jr. ad, you know, remember how they did the Carl's Jr. ad? Yeah. Carl's Jr. would have rocked up with a truck of money and said, hey, here's the money. <laughs> it's like, thanks, I'm not writing any episodes. Do you know what I would like to see from it? I would like to see Dan Harmon kicked off Rick and Morty train. Yeah? I'd like to see... The, the studio take uh, creative control from him. Just a new showrunner, essentially. Yeah. yeah. They've done that with The Walking Dead so many times and yeah. each time they do it, it renews the show. But yeah, because the only person you really need is the other guy. What's his name? Justin um, Roy. Yeah. Well, this, the same thing happened with Community. With really? Dan Harmon. Really? It started to go downhill. I feel like that guy would be intolerable. You know he's going to tweet us and yell at us. Oh, bullshit he is. Because that's what he does. Yeah, but he, he, I feel like he would be intolerable. Yeah, like an p- intolerable person, you know what I mean? Just somebody you'd be like... Ugh. I might pitch a show to him. What's a show? Pitch it's, it to me first. Okay. And I'll, I, I will be Dan Harmon. What's your show idea? 
that, that that's how that's it sounds how Ben Harmon talks. Okay. Yeah. So it's about a couch cushion and the couch cushion. What does this couch cushion do? Ah, uh, well, he basically acts like a couch cushion, but at night, okay, that's he solves mysteries. That's oh, he solves mysteries. It's huh? Called mystery couch. Mystery couch. Interesting. Now, does he have a penis? Uh, no, he's a couch cushion. Can he have a penis? Uh, no, couch cushions shouldn't have penises. Mm. I see. I see. What if we give it a dildo? No, 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 no. I think you, you, you're getting my idea wrong, Dan. He's a couch cushion who at yep. night solves mysteries. Okay, okay, okay. How does he have sex? All right, I'm going to Netflix. I'm not doing this anymore, Dan. <laughs> Please stop. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Thank you for listening to my interpretation of Dan Harmon. Yeah, it was so it wrong. A... <laughs> <laughs> Yet, not inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> So I've finally uh, watched Friday the 13th, 5, 6, and 7. Oh, Jason Takes Manhattan. That was the seventh one. Do you know how Jason comes back to life? How? Lightning. Ooh. The Frankenstein thing. Just light. No, not even the finest lightning. Just some everyday lightning. Yeah, that's fine. This guy goes back to his grave to burn him once and for all, and he shoves a metal spike at him, and then lightning hits it, and Jason's up and about again. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, see, from that movie right there, just from that, it's hard to question that movie. Oh, yeah, exactly. And that's when it's he starts one of those supernatural powers, because he even looks confused at times. Because <laughs> he's, he's running after, he's walking after is someone. That where, is that when he first becomes supernatural? Yeah, pretty much when he comes back from the dead. All right. Um, yeah, he starts walking after someone who's running away from him. She yeah. basically gets on a plane to Brazil. Yeah. And then he's just in front of her at the end. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? It's like zombies, man. Well, at that point, he is a zombie, actually, if you think about it. Well, yeah, he's undead. So he's got that zombie power where yeah. no matter how far you run away, the zombies can teleport if you're not looking at them. They're exactly. like the weeping angels. Yeah. And he does. <laughs> and he does it all the time. Yeah. But then Jason 6 was not that good. He went what was that to, one about? No, uh, he went... It was basically Jason versus Carrie, a chick with telepathy. Oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't done very well. Yeah, why? <laughs> she was an idiot. They were okay. all idiots. Yeah. It just it wasn't one of my favorite ones. Even Jason Lives wasn't fantastic. But then we get to the creme de la creme. Jason takes on Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> which starts with a beautiful, almost 10-minute musical of Manhattan. Just seeing rats in buckets, people shooting up heroin. <laughs> New York at its finest, McFinest. Yep. And then it's Jason on a boat for an hour and 15 minutes because a bunch of kids decide to go to Manhattan on a cruise, which looks like an oil rig, but it's actually a cruise liner. And then <laughs> Jason basically kills a couple on a boat, drives their boat to the dock, gets on this bigger, <laughs> bo- gets on this bigger boat, and then goes around killing people. One of my... <laughs> He kills the people. Man, there are very little people to kill on this boat. <laughs> there was actually, there was a, almost a full school. But one of no, my... no, but he, he say he killed a bunch of people, killed three people. They took a boat to another boat and killed yeah. more people. Yeah. So the first boat wasn't enough. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. it wasn't. I don't know why he went there in the first place. But... Because there wasn't enough people to kill on the first boat. <laughs> one of the best scenes in the whole movie was the captain and his first mate on the, sh- the boat driving yeah. He's like, how old's your little girl now? 
just going on 14 months. It's like, thanks, you established he as a child. Now he's going to die. <laughs> did he die? He did die Horribly. straight away. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why did you need to do that? He may as well have turned around to the captain and said, yep. It's only a week till you retire, isn't it, Captain? <laughs> <laughs> and then towards the end, Jason finally gets to Manhattan. Yep. And before they get off the... Because they end up on a lifeboat and they end up mm. in Manhattan. And the first thing that happens is one of the girls gets kidnapped by a couple of hoodlums and they inject heroin into her and try mm. and rape her. It's like, fuck, Jason, you guys are in Manhattan now. <laughs> You're gonna die. <laughs> and the... The best scene was when Jason looked up and saw a poster of this hockey team. It was just the same hockey mask. And then he turns around and looks at the camera. (laughs) (laughs) I'm home. And then he ends up fucking burning in the sewers and he's dead. Oh, yeah. He's dead for good. And then when he died, he turned into a child. Don't know how. It's magic. I still have two movies to go. Jason X. Jason goes to hell. Which, after watching Jason Takes Manhattan, I'm not sure if he's going to actually go to hell or not. Okay. And Jason X. In space. Jason well, in technically space. three movies. And the remake. Four movies. What's the other Freddy one? Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, yeah. Because well, that was really awesome. Yeah, well, just just pump the fucking brakes there, mate. No, I, no, you got to watch Freddy vs. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, I know, but in order, in order to do that, after I watch Jason X, I have to go back and watch Friday the 13th from the beginning. Why? Well, because I want to learn both their laws and both their rules before I can watch well, Jason. You mean, um, you mean Nightmare on Elm Street? Oh, what did I say? Friday the 13th? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I need to watch confused. All, I'm like, yeah, why are you watching Friday the 13th again? So, you're going to end on... Jason X. So, Jason X, and then go back and watch Nightmare on Elm Street, and then after that, watch Freddy, Freddy versus, versus Jason. Jason. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, I, like I would that. like to learn all their laws, all their rules. I want Before to see they come together. Before they come together. Yeah. I would like to learn yeah. and then make my opinion, because I don't know who wins. Haven't you seen it? No. Oh, really? So That's interesting. So I'm going to make my opinion based on their powers and what they I can can't do. wait. Like, stay away from it, right? Yeah, I am. And then to. at the end, right, after you finish watching Nightmare on Elm Street, I want you to... Because I've seen it. It's yeah. awesome. I want you to tell me who you think is going to win. Okay. Because it's like Inception. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine that. Just, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. I'm not going to say anymore. I wouldn't even... Okay, so <clears throat> because we're talking about a person who haunts people in their dreams, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to see how frightening a demon spawns dreams are to begin with. Okay. Like Jason's dreams to begin with. What does a monster dream of? This is the shit that nightmares have nightmares of. And what would it take for Freddy to scare Jason in a dream? Do you want me to tell you? No. I'm okay, just, I'm, one, well, this is, is a rhetorical question. Because you know somebody's going to spoil this... Don't spoil Freddy versus Jason for Nico, okay? Yeah, don't say, like, the cops win or something. Well, you can say that because the cops do win. They totally do not 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 win. Not, not, not. I'm confused. Yeah, of course you are. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't want to tell you anything about it. So, Jason goes to hell, Jason and Spacen. I go back to the start of Nightmare on Elm Street. I wouldn't worry about the remakes, to be honest. I've already seen the remake of Friday the 13th. So it doesn't really matter. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry about Nightmare, Nightmare and Elm oh, no, Street. It's just a remake of the first one. Yeah. And I think I've seen that too. It's like, oh, don't yeah. go to sleep, man. You'll get micro sleeps. That's where you fall asleep while you're falling asleep. <laughs> when, you, when you're falling asleep. It's like, fair enough. I don't want yeah. micro sleeps. What will my next thing be? Um, I want you to, know what I want to do? What, what do you want me to do? I want do? you to watch Creep. Creep. Just do it for me. Uh, well, I was thinking about watching the Lord of the Rings, Rings trilogy again. Oh, yeah. Start from The Hobbit. Yep. So you want to go all the way. Yeah, start from The Hobbit. Watch Extended editions or regular? Extended. Woo. Yeah, I know. That's why it'll take me a while. <clears throat> like, you're doing your Nightmare on Elm Street fucking Freddy Krueger thing. I want to do something. Yeah. 
I'm or telling I you could, though, I could do Star Wars. Just for me, watch Creep. Oh. Standalone. Oh, well, there's also Creep 2. You'll like Creep 1 with so much. I tell you what, right? If you can get through the freezer arc of DBZA, I'll go watch Creep. I'm almost finished it. Bullshit. What yeah. part are you up to? I'm up to the... Well, I'm only up to episode 15, so I'll make it through. I just want your opinion on the freezer arc. Dragon Ball Z abridged. Yep. Yeah. It's fucking amazing, guys, by the way. If you love Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Super and everything Dragon Ball, check out Team Four Stars channel on YouTube and check out the Dragon Ball Z abridged. Made me appreciate Dragon Ball Z a hell of a lot more. Yeah. So that's Team Four Star. Check them out. Dragon Ball Z Bridge is pretty fucking dope. Well, I'm getting tired and my back is sore from sitting in this fucking chair. Yeah. So, can we Yeah, we're going to end it? this, but yeah, before end we it. end it, I just want to give a quick shout out to Friendly State of Mind Podcast. Friendly State uh, of Mind. There are podcasts that are on Podbean as well. Yeah? There are one dude and a couple of other guests every now and then, and they have a really nice podcast, and I've been listening Ooh. to it. What's it about? What do they have? Uh, it's all about positivity, just uh, looking at the lighter side of things. They talk about events where um, people you know, do kind things. As well. And then yeah. they also have banter about movies and stuff. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Remember, so, what, what are they called again? Uh, friendly State of Mind. You friendly can find State them on of Mind. I f- we follow mm. them. How many episodes do they have? They have 10 episodes. Ooh, cool. They're Soon new as well. Yeah, and I've been talking to him a lot on cool. Instagram. He's a nice bloke. Nice. Yeah, what's his name? I don't actually know his name. <laughs> what's his uh, Instagram handle? Uh, f- friendly State of Mind. Friendly State of Mind. He says his you name at the guy? start of every episode and I forgot it and I'm really sorry. You're a terrible human being, Nick. You should go hang yourself with a guitar string. Yes. <laughs> Jesus, that's a bit rough. <laughs> and also another podcast I've been listening to is Spit and Polish Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a series called Unappreciated Masterpieces where they go back and look at movies that were unappreciated. Ooh, I would like that actually. Yeah. Because I reckon there's a lot of unappreciated masterpieces out there. Yeah, they have a lot of episodes mm-hmm. out. Yeah. There's a couple of guys. I'd like to check that out. I thought, uh, yeah. I just want to thank everyone who's been listening to us as well. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, guys. I know it's only been uh, a few weeks. Yeah. Well, it's more than a few weeks. It's been a month and a half. Yeah, a month and a half. And really appreciate you guys tuning in to listen to us every week. Sorry for this episode being a bit late, guys. It's Christmas it's probably news, It's man. probably going to be, you know, this, this episode will probably be released Friday. Yeah, that's fair. Friday night, the latest. It's just... Christmas, New Year's, I'm going to be really busy at work, especially for me over the next month. It's going to be a little bit harder because we're starting particular products and it just work drains me at this point in time. But I am going to try to do all the editing and stuff or the magic, try to learn more about everything I do. And we will try to record amazing new content for you every week. Yes. And uh, when everything slows down for Kyle, we'll release an actual schedule for you guys. Yep, definitely. Recording editing and everything yep. schedule and we'll uh, give you a roadmap yeah. of and we might do some new stuff the more the more popular we get the more yeah we do, we do have an idea in the works for an extra little bonus mm-hmm. every now and a then. few more more than one idea yeah so right. stay yep. tuned it's a born up account it's not it is it's not it is i don't have a what <laughs> <laughs> but yeah stay tuned um as always, uh, you can find us on Instagram or any of the socials. Yeah, Dem Fancy Dinosaurs. Such an easy name to find because all you got to do is type it into Google and the whole first page is us. Us, yeah. It's because we're cool. Because we're on the Google train. <laughs> we're on them Googles. Them Googling. Yep. Yeah, and then uh, you can also send us an email, questions.yourwelcome at gmail.com. I know two of you guys gave me questions for this week. 
the Instagram story ran out and I lost him. <laughs> <laughs> Nico. So, so I need a better filing system for questions. <laughs> but please send me an email because they don't disappear unless I delete them. You should just take take a screen capture of your thing. Yeah, I forgot. I was at work. Oh, well. Don't be at work. Thanks. That's not an yeah. option. I didn't say that. You said it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you very much. I hope you had a really good Christmas and a really good New Year's. Yeah, hope you had a safe one. Mm, You've been listening to Damn Fancy Dinosaurs. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle. And I'm the other guy, Nick. <laughs> Bye. Stay fancy. See you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Again, Have with fun. a weird bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. 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 I say it like Kirby. Bye. 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 Hi. Hi.